WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song. This is the Firefly Funhouse, and I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, aka the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are and it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot you back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. What the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer, slash co-host, slash handyman, Sorokin. We're here. We're live. We're doing a thing. It's the Rack. Live right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Chat. You can tweet us, or Z at us, or X us, or whatever. At Wild Talk Radio. At Lindsay <laughs> At Rack Radio Show, come to WildTalkRadio.com, RackRadioShow.com, or Twitch.tv slash Live to interact with us live. You can throw toys and eat sponges or prefer m- Motorhead, even though this is not anywhere close to Motorhead. Yeah, this is a little bit different. A little bit, little bit different than Motorhead, but we appreciate you liking Motorhead. We like Motorhead too, but can't really play Motorhead often on Twitch because Twitch is... Pickles. Or pickles. They, 
we will get sued. Um, so no to the Motorhead. Yeah, we can't we can't do the thing. But there you go. Anyway, that's what you could do. You could redeem TTS as well as the say pickles. It's all the things are possible tonight. Anyway, it can say pickles. You can type, you can do TTS for anything. But you're, why are you having it say pickles? I didn't. Someone said pickles in chat and did TTS. It's you can do whatever you can have it say whatever you want with with your channel oh. points. It's a thing. It's a thing. It we, is in fact a we, thing. We have toys for you to interact with us on the show, on the sh- channel, and everything. All the things. Not, can... not those kind of toys, Jet. <laughs> not those kind. She's just here to play with the things. That's fine. Okay, that was you. All right, that's fine. <laughs> I just, I was very confused for a second. It's like, why do, we, why is it set up to just say pickles? It's not any. You can do exclamation point bus. You can do exclamation to- toy at somebody. I think you can at. Exclamation point slap at someone. That works too. I know the slap because we slap Brent. We have slapped Brent. See? You can do that. All the things. There's many different options of things you can do. You could do exclamation point Fortnite and learn and about things. And you can do that as well. That's a thing. We'll talk more about that Saturday, but you can click that link as well. You can, but we have stuff to talk about, so let's jump right into the news brought to you. By our friends over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. And speaking of Fortnite, because that's a good transition. How convenient. It's the first topic. It's almost like you set it up to be that way. Producing chat. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it has been announced kind of. that kind of that WWE and Fortnite are going to have another crossover we had this sort of unofficial one with john cena a while ago but now now it is official we are getting more wwe superstars in fortnite and they put out teasers for bianca belair and becky lynch they are both going to be in the game along with a host of cosmetics and other things and we can tell you just based on certain things that we've seen not that we approve of going for leaks but it just happened to come across my twitter feed they look really good they actually got Bianca Belair and Brecky Lynch correct. I don't not I don't really like the backlinks that's available because it's really not much of a thing. But uh, it, it's there. The emote looks cool from basically what the idea of it is because the emote hasn't been leaked. But you can buy it as a bundle for twenty four hundred V bucks. That's coming very very soon. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. You can never see him in the game, but he's there. It's it's so strange. It's it's very very strange. Yeah, Future Armor was just in the, in the shop and it had a gun in the game that everyone loved. Um. So that was the thing. But yeah, it was a, year, a little bit over a year ago that John Cena was in the game. Because it was season three of chapter three. So now we're in yes. chapter four, season three. So And yeah. I mean, you know, Halloween is coming. So we could get some Undertakers. Maybe? Possibly. It's, this is the start of or more, more Bray things. Or Bray Wyatt. I don't think it's going to be Bray Wyatt. But, um... Dude, if they put Bray Wyatt in Fortnite, I will run the shit out of that skin. I will buy it and run the shit out of it. We know. Um, Look, I just have to throw him out there, okay? Apparently, he's doing better, for those yes. wondering. Yes, he's doing he's doing much better, um, which is wonderful to hear. Because he had some health issues, and it was more than what we all thought it was. So that's good. That is getting better and getting cleared, hopefully soon. But yeah, Fortnite, Becky, Bianca coming, I would assume, too. Maybe tomorrow or Saturday. I'm a little surprised they didn't go ahead and release them last week, but with the Futurama run, it makes sense. 
Yeah, and they just did the anime one on Tuesday, so it's usually a Friday or Saturday is when you get something really good out of the shop. Um, so there's that. Uh, kind of rude, Ash. Um, just pointing that out there. So yeah, use credit code Rocket Soccer Lens M Warden the 499 shop hashtag Epic Partner when you buy the skins and all the fun, happy stuff that comes along with it because it's gonna be 2400 V bucks as a package deal. So do the thing and all that fun stuff. Yes, so do the thing. Uh, moving on, there's going to be a commentary team. Shake Up Raw will now have Barrett and Cole, and SmackDown is going to be Cole, Kevin Packett, Patrick, and Corey Graves. Kind of interesting they're putting Cole back on the air. It was a request from Endeavor to uh, have Michael Cole be the voice of everything right now. A more professional voice. Kevin Patrick needs more seasoning. Which is why he's going to Fridays with Graves and Cole. And they are very high on Barrett and Cole as a duo and putting them on Raw for three hours. That That's what they, they want to do. So, I there, mean, there you go. I feel bad for Michael Cole because, I mean, I know he was very much, I think, enjoying not necessarily being on TV all the time. Yeah. he was, And kind yeah. of being more of a manager than actually having to be on Raw and SmackDown. Because he, he wants to wind down his time because it's 25 plus years now for him. 26 yeah, he's, now. Yeah, he's been there forever. He came in mid-97. So, I can understand that, yeah, he's like, hey, I'm, I I kind of want to retire, and they're like, eh, no. Well you, well, you see, not, not, yeah, if you didn't fire certain people or, or, or whatnot, Cole could, you know, relax. I would I would move Vic Joseph up and uh, put him on one of the shows in the fall, maybe. Maybe. To give, but we'll see. To give Cole a break. But we'll see where it goes. So, WWE will be celebrating, speaking of 25 years, 25 years of Edge in two weeks at the SmackDown on August 18th in his hometown of Toronto, Canada. They're really milking the 25 years of Edge. <laughs> well, they milk Taker, so it makes sense that they're going to because, I mean, all right, really think about it. How many How many of the current roster do you really think are going to go 25 years? I mean, Miz is on what? Tw- um, 18? He can go close to 25. Ziggler's about 18. Kofi's is 18. They're, they're gonna, there's going to be people that get there. There's going to be people that get there, but just in terms of longevity, it's not necessarily a common thing. Like what it was back in the day. Lashley's up to... F- 16, 17. Lashley's 18 now. He was 205. Randy's at 21. Lashley had a break, though. Lashley had a he long might, break. Lashley had a TNA break. He was still active, though. He was still active, but it's it's he had a he had a break. I mean, then there's 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 enough, there's the, the guys and the gals right now are going to be there longer than guys like Austin and Rock were in WWE, having bigger runs than them. So, which is. Surprising because they were more popular, but Ziggler's run's been longer. Kofi's run's been longer. It's been a lot of them. They've been a lot longer. I mean, Brock's up to 21 minus the, the nine-year the gap. The nine-year gap of UFC and football in Japan. So uh, Drew technically had a break. Sheamus has been there consistently. Yeah. He's been there but... since 07, 08. So... We'll see, but yeah, 25 years of edge. I wonder if there will be some shenanigans with Judgment Day. Maybe... Because he needs to kind of, needs to kind of get into a program, so we'll see. But it's Judgment well, Day, that's SmackDown, so 
probably won't run into them. Anything can happen. It's, it, it's the world of wrestling, professional wrestling, sports entertainment. Anything can happen. So, speaking of the Judgment Day, the internet gets to have fun with this one. Rhea and Buddy are officially engaged, and I mean have fun in a good way. Everybody should go congratulate them, because it's wonderful. They're engaged, so good for them. Congratulations. Very much congratulations to them. Feel bad for Buddy. Yeah. Because all over social, it's Rhea and Dom, but in in actuality, it's Rhea and Buddy as as the couple, and yeah. It's just, it's, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. We'll see how. I want to see if they work it into the storyline or not, or if they just don't. I don't. I don't think they're going to acknowledge it. So we'll we'll see. But congratulations. We talked about John Cena earlier, and John Cena has been announced to be the voice of Enigma in Overwatch Two. So that's awesome for him. It'll be weird, but it's gonna be awesome. That's cool for him. He's he's now in another franchise. He was. We just talked about him in Fortnite Battle Royale. Now he's going to be the voice in Overwatch. So he he seems to be working his way into the video game voiceover fear. Like he's done some voiceover work, but now he's kind of going more into gaming. Or as opposed, he was doing like movies because he did Ferdinand and he did a couple other things. He's he's, he's he's you know he's the voice of one of the cars and whatever the commercials are. Ford, I think. Is he Ford? Uh, he is Honda. Oh, he's Honda. He's Honda. Yeah, so now John Cena's in Overwatch 2, so if you play Overwatch 2, you, you'll hear John Cena now. And he rides a purple cow. Okay. In one of the commercials, he rides a purple cow. Good on him. Good on him. So in other news, AJ Mendes' contract with Women of Wrestling is coming to an end, and she's leaving the company. See, she's on her way out, but season two, the season she was in, is, is going to be airing very, very shortly. And the beautiful people are expected to return to Impact Wrestling for one night only as a part of Impact Wrestling's 1,000th episode. My god. That Think about that. This little we never thought that would happen. No, there was no chance in hell that they were going to make it. But they're, they're the little engine that could. They keep going and going and going, even though they've been shipped off to network after network after network. Now they're hitting a 1,000 episodes in a, in a month. The taping is in the early September. The Dudley Boys are going to reunite for the first time in seven years as well to be a part of it. It's, um... It's interesting that they're gonna continue. That they're just grow. They're continuing to grow. It's just, and they're they're touring again. Like they they scaled so far back where they were just doing TV tapings, and now they're back touring. And it's like they're starting to make some money, which is good. Impact is gonna survive this long, long wrestling war they've been in. And I mean, again, when you think back to ROH and Impact, <laughs> and everything, Impact is not gonna last. Impact outlasted ROH barely. Barely. I mean, ROH is back, but I, I wonder who's watching what's being watched more, Impact or, or ROH? That would be something to know. It's probably really close, because ROH right now is just on, on the internet, and Impact's on Access and YouTube. We'll see. We will see, but with that, let's do the Blame Brents. Yeah, let's dive into the injury roundup. Bones breaking, backs cracking, shoulder snapping. It's this week's Injury Roundup. What do we got? All right, so the curse of the women's tag titles continues. Sonya Deville is out with an ACL injury, and there is no determined time of when she will be back. She did confirm that she had to have surgery as she did a video from the hospital. So feel better, Sonya. There is no word yet 
on what they're going to do with the titles, if they're going to strip her and um, her partner of the titles, Chelsea. if they're going to do a term Chelsea. I was like, I wanted to say Kelsey, and I'm like, no, that's not right. That's not that's right. That's not right. It's close, but it's not right. And it's like, so there's no determination yet on what's going to happen with the belts, if they're just going to leave them where they are, if they're going to remove them and move them on to somebody else. I don't know if they have anybody else that they can really put them on right now. Um, I think I think they're figuring it out. But anyway, officially, Sonya Deville torn ACL. Hashtag blame Brent. She'll be out probably close to 9 to 12 months, most likely. I'm saving the middle one for the end. Okay. Because I kind of want to talk about it. Pack is out with an undisclosed injury. Hashtag blame Brent. Which is unfortunate. He just came back after just being on hiatus. And now will miss most likely all in in uh, Wembley Stadium in his home country. So that's unfortunate timing being injured. That sucks, dude. I mean, I guess I could still have him show up depending on the nature of the injury. They can have him show up, but I don't... <sighs> Probably not. They got a lot of they have, they have a lot of talent. They gotta get on that show. I mean, they're having MJF and Cole Russell twice on one show. Why? Why are they wrestling twice? One, they're wrestling for the ROH tag team titles in the, on the pre-show, and then they're wrestling in the main event against each other for the AEW World Championship. <laughs> don't I don't question it. Just oh no, I'm gonna question it. Why? Because Wh- they, they why? Were, because they want to be tag team champions together. So they they did not win the AEW tag team titles. Now they gotta fight for the ROH tag team titles. But they're they're facing each other for the domain title. Yes, because that was their agreement. They were gonna fight for the world title at all in, win or lose. That makes no fucking sense. Yes, I understand this, but that's that's their booking. It makes no sense. I understand this. That's their booking. Okay. And last but not least, Roman Reigns is injured with something. It is undisclosed. Hashtag blame Brent. No word on anything concerning him. Um, again, just silence. But good God, is this how it ends? No, because... He's not scheduled to defend this championship, at least till Survivor Series. And he wrestled wrestled through whatever it was in the match. So. But depending on the severity of it, because Survivor Series is what? November. November? I mean. And the earliest he was wrestling is the end of October. He'll be fine. He's going to be on SmackDown tomorrow. It's not like he's not going to be on, like, I don't think it's serious. We don't know. They haven't said, like, their mum is the word on this. They're keeping it under wraps. So I can't say for sure whether they have or they, or what's really going to happen. Yeah, he hasn't been pulled from anything he's supposed to be doing. He's going to be there. He's It's not a stub toe. It's probably tweak something, but he'll be all right. It's going to be, Roman, but will the, be, Roman will be fine. But the irony. I know. <laughs> I understand. Thousand plus day rain. It ends when he gets hurt. In his first sing- in his first singles match since April. Oh God! It just, it's just not the irony. No, the beautiful, no. beautiful irony. No, it's not that. He got injured during SummerSlam during the match early on. It was not. It's not leukemia again because they would announce that this this is completely different than that. So. so that's that. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, because we mentioned 25 years of edge and we were talking about Rhea and Dum Dum, we have to talk about the rise of the Judgment Day and how WWE has managed to salvage the group and the gimmick. 
So you're listening to the rack right here on MalltalkRadio.com, and we will be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. This just into the CB Radio News Desk. CB Radio is moving. Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a brand new start time. Wait a minute, sources tell you what? Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a new start time of 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Are these the same sources that said that Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't a bear? Confirmed. I don't know if we can trust it. Trust the sources, CB Radio is now going to be live every Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. on the Pacific. But what about midnight-ish? Still midnight-ish Atlantic time. That's a relief. We are still your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night. Just earlier. Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes, a case sheet. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Did you know you can use support a creator code ROCK and SOCK in the Fortnite item shop? That's R-O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. That's a hashtag ad, because we are a hashtag epic partner. You think you know me. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar, a.k.a. Dwight Hendrickson from Haven, and you are listening to The Rack. right here on wildtalkradio.com brought to you by our friends over at mbg films check them out youtube.com slash mbg 1211 and if you're listening to us over on rackradioshow.com wildtalkradio.com or directly on twitch thank you so much for tuning in we greatly appreciate it 
Sorry. <laughs> if you're on Twitch and you haven't have a Prime Gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, or hang out in chat or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you. Anyway, we can get you. And with that, because, you know, we, we're rebels over here and we refuse to call it X, we're going to do Tweet of the Week. to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place and I was so bitter until I found Twitter oh a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving my addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline cause I won't stop tweeting no Alrighty. What we got? So, Koi Dao, Genshin voice actors, I am taller than a thread. Laura Stahl, aka Laura Small, Lamau. The Bird Zulu, a small VA for a small character. It is the natural order. The Bird Zulu re- responds, How dare you not include Gremlin, Gremlin Cultist of the Highest Order? Address me by my proper title. Koi responds, Sorry, bruh. You can speak up. I can't hear you from up here. And the bird Zulu is like, I will remember this at the next summoning. Koi's <laughs> like, okay, I will look for the knife in my shins. Um, Koi then goes on to ask Zach Gordon, how tall are you? And he goes, and Zach responds, I'm five foot nine, but six feet in heels. Caleb Yen, I'm going to wail for blade at least one. Everyone needs a sharp bread knife in the pantry, right? Right? Sure. Why not? Sure. Yeah. Sayu, you know what I think it is? Why I'm bouncing from game to game right now? It's because I'm hyper-focused on FNAF, but I can't play it because I'm a little scared little baby. But I do want to play it, but I don't. But I do. How do I get it fixed? Kaylee Mills, at the vet, I think. And that's all I have. Bucky is is dope tweets. X now pronounced like Z, unless you're using it as an adjective where it, it's pronounced like Q. Tweets are now called X's, and retweets are dos X's. Replies are still replies, but you can only use them on odd number days unless you're verified. You get all this for $8 a month, and for an extra $2 a month, we'll send one of our interns to your house to punch your cat. Welcome, uh-huh. to, welcome to X. Soraya, this, this is a long one, so it needs to load, because it has a more. Show it more. Has a more. It has a show more. I met a real-life tw- Twitter wrestling fan today at the airport. He said, I'm I'm a big fan of you. I said, sick man, thanks. Then he said, well, actually, I'm just a fan of Paige, not Soraya. I was like, 4 a.m. insult. Love that for me. He said, I just don't like AEW. I said, do you watch it? He said, never have. So I said, well, how do you know if you you like it or not? He said, I don't know. Can I take a picture? <laughs> Someone asked Cody Rhodes, what inspired you to get your iconic neck tattoo? I don't really know, crying emoji. There were two guys that really inspired me. One had a chest tat, and the other had an iconic bull on his arm. And at the time, I just wanted to wear my own brand as loudly and proudly as I could, but didn't want to copy their style. Yeah, because copying their style by putting it on their your arm instead of your anyway should have cop pool shark yeah yeah <laughs> the whole neck thing is just a little yeah pool shark got a system message in tarkov that says congratulations you won the prize what does that even mean lupo if it's tarkov prize is depression <laughs> espn on nfl tweets what is the greatest at rivalry in nfl history bearded blevins goes lions in the playoffs i mean it's not not, wrong. not a lie 
not not a lie at all. Anyway, that's Tweet of the Week. All right, so let's get into and talk about the Judgment Day. Now, this this group has had a long winding sort of story where they've had their ups and they've had their downs and they've had their gimmick changes and I think we got saved from something really 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 stupid by Vince McMahon being forced to step down and we all should be very thankful for that yeah it was gonna get weird it was gonna get really weird there for a minute and then all the shit happened with Vince it was like you know what it was because Finn is involved it was the whole sister Abigail versus the demon (laughs) 2.0 where the universe just went no and just put a stop to it that's that's what it was um but the judgment day started with edge he was their leader it was his heel turn he was entering his Ministry of Darkness era. It has had multiple comparisons to the Ministry of Darkness, not anymore, because it didn't get weird. Um, but it started with Edge. He recruited Damian Priest, brought him up from NXT. He recruited Rhea Ripley, but not Liv, which was weird. And it was the three of them, and they, you know, decided to feud with Rey Mysterio. And that's that was a long sort of weird feud where they were going after Dominic, but they weren't going after Dominic, but they were. And um, something happened where they decided that the group was going to get taken in a different direction, and Edge was out as a leader. And he's babyface again. And he was helping his buddy Ray against the Judgment Day after a long break. But then they put Finn in because Finn didn't have anything to do. So they're like, okay, well, all right, we'll make Finn the leader of the Judgment Day. And it just kind of has been this really weird story. And we've talked about it multiple times on this show where it's like, I do not know how they're going to recover this. And you want to know what saved the goddamn Judgment Day? Dominic what, what? Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. <laughs> single-handedly saved the Judgment Day. Because it was. It was going the route of retribution. It was just kind of sort of drifting. It had no story. It was sort of a joke. It was stuck in the feud with Edge for months that didn't go anywhere because Edge was taking breaks. And so they were left sort of like continuing the story, but not really continuing the story. They were a vicious group. I mean, they took him out for a couple a couple times, but there was really no retribution from the edge side at times it was like it was a one-sided thing and then it sort of yeah it got really boring because they weren't doing anything and then just sort of the chemistry with dom and Rhea in the in, around thanksgiving them and it wasn't tv stuff it was off tv stuff with the vignettes they, they were doing on social on, on, on yeah the, all the videos they were doing and it's like with ray and it was like they kind of have something here. And they're slowly bringing it to television week in and week out. And then they just sort of came around to it. And it's like, oh, we have something here now. They had lightning in a bottle with it. Because, yeah, what, like you said, just the concept of, you know, of Dominic betraying his family. And Dominic, you know, going after his father and blaming his father. And the whole... Dominic getting sent to jail for 15 minutes, which they have rode for a straight, solid, almost year at this point. It's been, what, nine nine months? Yeah. Nine months they have gotten out of that, where Dominic is like, I've done hard time, and this and that, and just the whole thing, the whole feud with Ray, just brought them back, at least brought Rhea and Dominic back to prominence, and it helped Damien and Finn, because Damien and Finn were then able to get something going 
based on that. Once they got them out of the feud with Edge. Yeah, once Russ, once they concluded everything at WrestleMania with the feud with Ray and the feud with Edge, it's like there's something here. They just sort of became the faces of Monday Night Raw. Like they took over the feud with Bad Bunny. That, yeah, that really helped. Like, because Bad Bunny's a huge megastar outside of sports and, enter- and entertainment. He's there, and he just sort of elevated Damien with the match. Even even in Damien's loss, it was like an elevation point where it's like, this group is legit. Well, like I said, it's the fact that it didn't get weird, the fact that it didn't get hokey, the fact that they took it in a completely different direction where it's just a bunch of edgy individuals who have come together in Rhea and Finn and Damien and they adopt Dominic Mysterio and they turn him evil and now suddenly he's this petulant little brat that Rhea manages. You know, it's just, it's this whole thing that they still have the dark quality, but it's more goth than it is dark. And it just all works so well. And Dom, every time he goes out there, he can't talk. The crowd won't let him. No, they won't. I can speak to that for personal experience. Like, you, the, the audience does not give him a chance to speak anymore, and that's amazing. Like, the child has the most nuclear-level heat I've seen in a long, long time. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things when he debuted back three years ago. It's, oh, he's baby-faced Dom. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, look at him with his dad. And it's, well, how do you transition Dominic Mysterio from his father? And how do you make it where he's his own person and he's not just Ray's son? Enter Rhea Ripley. <laughs> And that shit is just, it's not Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio's no, son. No, 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 no. It's just Dom Dom. Dirty Dom. Dirty Dom. And he's just, he's turning into one of the best heels that they have. Because it's just, you go just to boo Dominic. As you should. As you should, but it's like, there's no love for Dominic. Because you just boo the shit out of him. Like, Rhea will get cheered. Damien will get cheered. Then we'll get cheered. Dominic, no. But that's me. That shows they're doing something right. They're they're generating the right amount of heat for him, and that's a good thing. And it's helped elevate the group because honestly, without it, if the, the pairing didn't work with him and Rhea, it would just be a mid-level group. It wouldn't stand out the way it does. But because you're able to generate heat, and now you're able because he is able to get the reaction that that is desired from the audience. They're able to elevate him and put him in matches where he's in there with Cody. And everyone's wondering why you put him in with Cody. Because he's generating a lot of a lot of Why boo- wouldn't you put him in the, from the crowd? With Cody. It's like it's the right spot to be him. Now you gave him a title from NXT. Now he's a champion. Now he's cocky. Now he's on two shows and he's you want you wanna know something? NXT ratings are up <laughs> with Dominic Mysterio on the show every week. They're, 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 getting, they're getting their highest numbers in two years. We talk about WWE making stars and how it's something they have struggled with for a very long time to make legitimate homegrown stars for themselves. And they struck gold with the four horsewomen in Becky, Sasha, Bailey, and Charlotte. They struck gold with a few others, but it's something that it's something they have continued to struggle with. And we haven't really seen that happen in a while. No. Where they've just found somebody that has it, that just connects, that just is able to push that envelope just a little bit further and enter Dominic Mysterio, who everybody shit all over him when he debuted. No, no, they praised him at first because the match was really good. He had one really good match, but then there was no crown, and then he got exposed. 
Um, yeah. And everybody shit all over him. And it's like, give it time. Let's see what we get. And he has developed into a really, really, really good talent where the sky is the limit for him. But what we've also seen is the creation of the megastar that is Rhea Ripley. Yeah, before we, and, before we get to Rhea really quick. But the potential is there for Dom. They're going to have to evolve it at some point. But the, you have to ride whatever this is I, for as long as you can. Yeah, I think they're starting to do that because we're seeing the tension in the Judgment Day. And so the question is, is how the group, if thing goes, how that group splits. It's not even splitting the group. It's more with, I'm more talking about just Dom himself. He has to grow from being just dirty Dom. He has to continue to grow and actually be able to hang with the talent he's in the ring with. And I that, think he is. He's doing all right so far, but you have to, you have to keep it evolving. And if you let it just, if you sit on it, on it for a while and it doesn't go anywhere, it's going to get stale and those boos will just sort of become silent. So you have to give, you have to give the people something to boo. And I hope they realize that long term, six, nine months from now, that we're not doing the same thing. We want to see him grow a little bit more. But you want to talk about how Rhea's become a megastar. And that's exactly it. Rhea, God bless Rhea. Because she was a star in NXT in both UK and US, and she came up, and unfortunately she came up during the pandemic. And she came up in a time where Sasha and Bailey and Charlotte and Becky were all sitting at the top, and there was really nowhere for Rhea to go. And so she kind of sort of bounced around, she was sort of stuck on the elevator, we didn't really know going on with her she kind of had her moments of brilliance but you know where she really took off was both with Liv where you had that dynamic but then you put her in the judgment day and you had her playing off Damien who she's friends with so you have that chemistry and that dynamic already and then you had her working with Edge which was a really good combination because Edge can work with anybody and then when you took Edge out of the group and you moved Finn into the group it still worked but the reason why Rhea works is Rhea is going to be hard to describe, but Rhea's not like most girls. <laughs> We've heard to, that steal, to steal the phrase, she's not. No, she isn't. And she's not booked like the girls typically are in a stable or in a feud. Is she still interfering? Is she still using the fact that she's a girl and they can't touch her to their advantage? Yes. But they're also booking her like she's a boss-ass bitch. Because she is. Like, she has the capability to take on the guys. And at some point, I want that to happen. I want her to fight men. Just to see it. Because she could beat them up. (sighs) And that's what makes her extremely special. Is like, when you... Because typically it's like, say for example, you throw somebody like Becky in there. Alright, Becky's wonderful. Becky's fantastic. Could Becky fight a guy? Yeah, probably. But you look at Becky in comparison to Rhea... And you apply that, and it's like, just based on looks, you're like, mm, I don't know if Becky could. But you look at Rhea, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that could happen. And that's a horrible thing to say, and I know that, but just, it's it's like you look at the two looks, and it's like, yeah, no, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Rhea. I think I'm my money's on that one. It's a size thing. It's a size thing. Rhea's just she's, built like a freak she's, she's jacked, and, and she can, she has no fear. I'm going to throw something out to you. Because it, it, this is where everything in sports, entertainment, pro wrestling ends up going when you have a couple like they have. When do they do the pro wrestling sports entertainment trope of the wrestling wedding for Dom and Rhea? I don't think they do. You don't think they go there? I don't think they're going to go there. 
But imagine the heat of them trying to do it. If you were going to do it, you do it in the feud with Ray. That was when they should have done it. Was when Dominic and Ray are feuding and you got mom involved and you got the sister involved. And it's like, I'm with her now. I'm with mommy now, right? Mommy and I are in love. Mommy and I are going to get married. And you just have the whole thing. Just like them trying to stop the wedding. That's when you do that. I mean, you could still do that. You could still do it, but it's just not going to be the same. Because you have to... Here's the thing. For the way that that story ended, you you basically had Ray wash his hands of his son. Now, they still have little tiffs. But Ray's like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm out. I'm not dealing with this bullshit anymore. You do you. You want to be with her? You want to be with them? Fine. Go. But don't don't bring me in on your mess. <laughs> so, like, the way that that ended, it's it doesn't make sense for Ray to come back in and be like, you can't marry her after being, like, months, months and months and months apart. So I just don't feel like you're going to go there with it because it's i don't think you should but you know they will at some point they may try it but ultimately the way that they book the relationship is it's not it's a more top bottom relationship than it is a romantic relationship because they're not lovey-dovey kissy huggy it would be kind of thing it would be the total opposite of a typical wedding that they do but i think for for a television show when they need ideas i can see them doing it in the fall if the, if it's I something can. they can they want to build up to and running out of steam with the group they, they will t- totally try it just split them because here's the thing is it's the way that they're sort of setting this up right now is you have the tension between damien and finn yeah and you're building the tension between damien and finn and at some point that will boil over and the group will split and Finn will go off and do Finn things and Damien will go off and do Damien things. And the question is, is where do Rhea and Dom fall in that? Is Rhea just fit, fits a collar and Dom? I mean, they could do a collaring ceremony. It would be, it would be a thing. Um, they are supposed to get out of here with UFC because the deal is supposed to close supposedly next month. Um, rumor, not confirmed, rumor. No, but it, anyway, it, it was in some sort of filings that it's supposed to be closed next month. Well, it's, I think it still has to get approved. I don't know if it's been approved yet. I haven't heard. I would have to look. Um, but anyway, going back to the point, it's where do Rhea and Dominic fall in that split? Is it something that they go with Dom? If they go with Damien and they stay with Damien, or is it at that point that you you put them on their own and you have them on their own and you have Rhea and Dominic as a unit together and then you have Damien off doing his thing and Finn, Damien and Finn kind of feuding in the background where they have their own feud and maybe Rhea and Dominic get involved and maybe things happen. I don't know. I'm not sure. Because the thing is, is it's like, I'm not sure how you end this. Between them. It's got to end badly. It's got to end badly, but that's a good thing that you don't know, because that means there's room for it to grow before it ends. Oh, yeah. They could probably get to at least Mania with Rhea and Dominic every bit and still have plenty of legroom to go, because you have lots of stories with them where it's just they're together, right? They're a unit. And so it's she's got her title. She's defending her titles. Dominic's got his and then it's eventually with the rift between. Actually, I can see how you do the rift between uh, Dominic and Damien. Damien wins the title, and Dominic comes for him. 
It's like, Ayo, I want your title. Let's uh, fight. I don't I don't know he would do that. Ew, Matt, no. Y'all are being gross tonight. What the hell? Stop it. Um anyway, like I could see that and then it but the like the point is is like you have the tension between Damien and Domic and then Rhea's gotta choose, right? Rhea's gotta make the choice. Does she want to stay with Damien? Or does she want to stay with Dominic? Or does she want to go on her own? Uh. And she would probably choose dumb. So, but like you said, it's good that you can't quite figure it out, which means it's got legs. Yeah, it has legs. And that's the best part of the story that they've been telling with them. They got over the shortcomings and everything, and the creative transition. They got over the long view with Ed, and now they've sort of found themselves as people who generate ratings, as people who are featured on Monday Night Raw in multiple segments every single week where a year ago they were lucky to get maybe one segment yeah and, they and were they, having a hard time getting on tv and they were getting at the, the 10 30 segment slot which is which was one of the best worst slots you can get right before the main event they were getting that time they weren't being featured in heavily nine o'clock ten o'clock opening segments and in the main events now they're all over the show now damien's wrestling Rhea's wrestling once in a while finn is wrestling dom is wrestling you're you're just getting 10 to 12 segments with the judgment thing and they're carrying the show and that is a sign that it's good creative because on one show you had the bloodline here you now have the judgment day and now you can turn whatever friction the judgment day is into something long term where they could be the next you know bloodline of monday night raw and that that's a great place to be for them it is, and what we're seeing is with J.D. McDonough, because they don't really have a lot for him or really know what to do with him, you can use the re- the relationship with Finn that he has existing and the history that he has existing that maybe Finn is bringing J.D. in as a little backup, right? Because Rhea and Dominic are probably going to side with Damien, and then Finn's kind of on his own. So you bring in J.D. McDonough, and you could have Finn and J.D., Go for the tag titles, or JD could back up, back up Finn against Damien, right? Like bring in a little extra muscle, especially since Finn has title aspirations. Yeah, and that that's a good thing. And if you can expand the group where you don't water it down like you did, like within the NWO or whatever in the past, where you can just leave it as a core group and not bring ten people in. Yeah, you're in a good spot. You leave it four to five people because once you grow past a certain number, now you got to find people for that group to face, and then that becomes harder and harder. But four, three to four to five people, you can put people together every single week and have entertaining stuff. And right now, the Judgment Day are very, very entertaining. Extremely entertaining, yes. But, I mean, I have to applaud WWE for recovering the gimmick and recovering the group because there for a while it was a little hairy. It's kind of like, are they or aren't they? What are they doing this? What's going on with this? We don't know. And so it's like the fact that it was just sort of there and it's like, yeah, it has potential, but I just don't know. And, you know, you're just kind of confused. It was the creative transition. It was a creative transition because it kind of just got lost in the shuffle and set aside when Hunter took over. And then gradually as Hunter has sort of come into his own and he's settled other things out, he's concentrated on the, on the judgment day and he's really built them up. And once he kind of sort of, cause I think part of his problem was, is like, there was just, they were creatively written into a corner to an extent. And it's like, how do I get them out of this? How do I get them free and clear of all of this entanglement without just severing it? Right. Where it makes sense. And that's the one thing that I have to applaud them about is that this sort of long winding natural journey hasn't always been the best, but it, at least where they are now versus where they were makes logical sense. 
It does. And that's an amazing thing. Indeed. But I think we're done. Yeah, that will do it for our show tonight. So you got stuff to plug, so plug away. Alright, chat. Saturday night, 9.30pm Eastern, another edition of Fortnite with friends. Your exclamation point Fortnite in chat. Talk more about it on Saturday. Following that, we'll be seeing Radio live at 11.30pm Eastern with the Greater Than Great Debate. The Interns Corner and more at CB Radio Saturday nights, 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Sunday night, WTR Sunday at Russell Talk Radio, 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back for the, the Raw Post Show Monday night, 11 p.m. Eastern. Right back here next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern for another edition of The Rack. It's at Wild Talk Radio on, on X, Facebook.com says Wild Talk Radio Network chat. If you have Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can also get The Rack on all podcasting platforms to search The Rack Radio Show. Chat, if you would like to win a Fortnite prank drops, you, you know, WWE skins and whatever else is in the shop right now, you can use Creator Code Rocket Sock or... Linz M. Ward. In the Epic Games Store, the Fortnite item shop. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. Just as a note for the Creator Code for Genshin Impact. And Honkai Star Rail. Honkai just dropped Kafka's banner. And, well, for Genshin, we're getting ready to go to Fontaine, everybody. Tuesday. Five days. We will be in fake France. So, if you're looking to roll for any of the new banners or in either game, use the creator codes mentioned before because we are hashtag epic partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at LensWord, L-N-S-W-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash LensWord. You can also follow me on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ward, lensward.recreatedshow.com, or just look for Lensward on the YouTubes. You can also follow me on the TikToks. Yes, I caved. I am on TikTok, Lensward Zero, uh, if you're into my Genshin theories or anything else. Um, just for a note for everybody, there will be a, probably a lot of YouTube content coming up because with the new stuff for Genshin, uh, there's going to be new characters, stuff like that. So expect a lot of screaming. So enjoy. If you want content where there is also a lot of screaming, as well as shouting, as well as stop motion animation, you can check out MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211 for all of Matt's fantastic content. So with that, we're going to go. I hope you guys have a great one and you enjoy. Um, and we'll talk to you later. So he's Rock, I'm Lindsay, and this has been The Rack right here on WalterCreator.com, and we'll see you later. Bye!